Hello, everyone. You are listening to Say No to Tyranny, Say Yes to Barbecue podcast. We seek to flood the earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea, as it says in Habakkuk 2.14. How's everybody doing today? Thank you so much for listening. Um, Subscribe to our podcast and please tell your friends to do the same. We can now be found on iTunes and Spotify for easy listening access. This podcast is all about glorifying God in all areas of life. Christ is king and ruling over every square inch of the earth. Hence, all of Christ for all of life. Here we go. So today, we have a very exciting podcast uh, that's going to be unrolled here over the next few minutes. Um, Today, I am joined by a a special guest, uh, Dr. Oakland Gerke. And in that introduction, we talk about how um, Christ is king and Lord over all areas of life. And so if you have listened to all my podcasts that I have done, it covers a lot of different areas. We live in a time where there is a lot of problems. There is a lot of fights that is in front of us, but not every fight is the same in front of everybody. So as you followed me, you know what my fight is as we continue to fight. And and I guess over a big umbrella, you could say it's government overreach. Um, However, There's so many different tentacles and different threads that are going on right now in battles that all include all kinds of different government overreach. And we have been calling for men, mainly Christian men, to stand up and let's start fighting for the glory of God. And um, I met Oakland here a a year or two ago um, through the ordeal that we were going through. And we we sparked a friendship and it has been a blessing to me and my family over the last year and a half. And, you know, I wanted to get with Oakland and just talk about what he's doing because he is doing some awesome, exciting things. Um, Dr. Oakland Garkey, chiropractic, uh, he's a chiropractic physician with an undergraduate at IPFW. He went in, to the graduate school of Logan College of Chiropractics. His wife is named Ashley and his children is Addison, Oakland Jr., Ainsley. And he's been a chiropractor since 2004. So he's been practicing for a long time. He owns and operates four chiropractic offices in the state of Indiana. And he is the founding member of the Jay County Freedom Coalition. And today we're going to talk about the Jay County Freedom Coalition, what it is about, what he's trying to do, and how he got to this point to say, hey, I need to stand up and do something as a Christian man, as a father, as a husband, as a patriot of this great country, and as a resident of his county. There came a point in time where he made the decision, seeing what was going on all over the country, and he said, Lord, pick me, send me, I'll go. And so... Dr. Oakland, thank you for joining my podcast today. And uh, and so why don't you tell the listeners on over the last couple of years on what has transpired and, and how you have become um, the founder of Jay County Freedom Coalition. Thanks, Matt. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, really appreciate you helping get my cause out. Uh, well, I'll be honest. You know, I've always followed politics. I always kind of followed, you know, more 
you know, federal governor, governor, uh, government politics, Indiana state governor, government politics, uh, really kind of considered myself to be, you know, blessed to be in a local, you know, uh, rural area that had more Christian conservative beliefs. Uh, and, and then what really hit me was when my oldest daughter got into high school and I realized that all those things, those government overreaches that you talked about earlier, all those things were not only in the big cities, they're in the small rural, you know, schools too. Uh, and over the last year with everything going on with, uh, with the, uh, COVID nonsense and, and, uh, and uh, government overreach in every which way we could, you know, follow. I just been praying, you know, that the God gives me guidance. You know, Holy Spirit gives me guidance to do something. I didn't know what He wanted me to do, and I still don't know what He wants me to do. I keep I praying agree. for that, <laughs> you know. But uh, at this moment, uh, you know, I finally broke down. And a few months ago, I spoke at a, a school board meeting when. The school school board wanted to give uh, the rights of parents back to local health departments, and I had enough. You know, I mean, th- this has been gone long enough, and I spoke out, and I got support from the community, and there was a lot of wonderful people in Jay County that came out and supported it. Mm-hmm. They got up and spoke, and you know, and in the end, I heard them talk about a democratic process. When my argument was that the rights of our kids is parents' rights. It's God-given, inalienable rights given to us from God, not a democratic process. We have the rights to choose what's right for our kids. You know, God entrusted us, not the government. You know, and I start digging into the schools, and I watch that school board just look at me and vote five to one. One person stood up for the people of Jay County. Wow. Uh, so after that, I, you know, I kind of always had this idea of starting a freedom coalition and, and looking into all local politics in the county, you know, in our county. And, uh, you know, I had all these people gathering, asking what we're going to do next. And I guess this is, this is where God led me at this moment. All right. So that, that's how we came up with this. I mean, it was kind of planned out. It was kind of at the spur of the moment and it was just one of those things that you know there's a lot of nasty stuff going on in our public schools and i heard one person put it that is it really a public school or is it a government school at this point you know yeah that's a great question to ask and the thing first of all thank god that you answered his call um and another thing is is i'm starting to see more and more on social media and through private conversations with people that people are like all right i'm ready to i'm ready to stand up but i don't know what to do well today in this podcast we're going to give them what they've been asking for and what they've been wondering is this is a great start if you have kids and even if you don't have kids okay if you have public schools in your county which every county does this is, this is something that you can get on board with and that you can um, get involved in and make a difference in your county. And it can make a big difference. And it just takes a few. We want a lot. But it takes a few people to stand up for things to get done. Um, so looking over this um, information I got that you handed to me earlier, 
first of all, I got a question I got to ask. I should ask this before we went on air. Um, am I allowed to talk about anything in in this um, in this packet? in this flyer? Yeah, yes, yeah, you can talk. Okay, about so everything. this is all this yeah, is all, all public knowledge. All right, right, sounds good. So, I guess what we want to highlight here is on December sixth at seven p.m. at the Jay County Fairgrounds, at um, the Bub Building. That's B U B P Building. The bub, bub, the yes. bub building. You are holding a meeting. You are holding a a gathering for people to come. And in this meeting, we're you are going to be addressing at least six things. And we're going to talk about six things here, um, here today. But and not only are you going to be talking about them, but you are ready we're, to come with legislation to go down. We're ready to roll out an action plan. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that involves legislation going down to the state general That's, assembly, correct? That is it. And you have somebody to carry this bill, right? Yes. yes and all six of these points are going to be on that, that we're going to talk about today. Yes. That's the plan, right? Yep. All right. Awesome. So the first point is you're going to write it. You're going to have legislation be presented and you have a general assembly member that's going to carry it, and it's to ban critical race theory. Yes, and you're you're going to be told that it's already banned, right? Yep. Yeah, you are. You know, and that comes from the attorney general's office, state, you know, the governor. Uh, but is it really banned? And that's the question. And the question is that because all they do is rebrand this stuff. They roll it out. That's the, that's the popular phrase is critical race theory. Yep. And they just rename it, rebrand it, put it in the textbooks for teachers to teach. Yep. And I'm not saying every teacher's teaching that, but there are a good quality few of them that will be happy to shove that down your kids' throats. Yep. And you know what? There's going to be a lot of uh, good teachers that don't even recognize it out of ignorance. Yeah. And so... Yeah. It's it's both, right? Yeah, and it's, it's just it's just they, they, they indoctrinate it into the textbooks, they cover it up, they hide it, you know, and then they, they, they go out and make themselves look good by saying it's not in there. Yep. We banned it. So what is critical race theory is I guess the question that we need to address here. So where did it come from? In nineteen eighty nine, a Harvard law professor named Derek Bell and some of his colleagues held a conference in Wisconsin. That is where critical race theory was officially born. So a critical race theory is um, an idea, a theory. First, it started out as critical theory, I guess, and it's a Marxist idea. It comes from John Marx himself. Mm -hmm. And and, um, and then over time, John Marx failed miserably at getting his ideas um, uh, approved by societies, why he was living, why he was trying to change the culture. In his lifetime, he was not that successful. However, after he died, it seems like is when everybody went back to look at... That's when people came out. And if you look through history, you're exactly right. Out of, you know, Marx dying, then became the communist party as you know it you know and everybody wants to think of communist as the russian 
you know, dictators that just kill and rule and, you know, and just, you know, terrorize. And, and that is true. You know, y'all, you know, you know, y'all did it over in China, you know, but what they don't understand is out of that Marxist theory came another subset called the Fabian socialist. And those same Fabian socialists, just a little history lesson, were in Germany right around the time Adolf Hitler came. Well, it just so happened that most of them were Jewish. So guess where they fled? They fled to the United States. When they fled to the United States, they wanted to take that same ideology, that same evil ideology. You know, Marxism, communism is a godless ideology. It's atheism. It is. It's godless. They wanted to take that ideology and put it in America. But guess what? America, Americans were founded on freedom. They were given constitutional rights. They, you know, we have, you know, the freedom to worship our God the way we want to worship our God. So what they had to do was it was never going to fly here. Right. So what they've done is infiltrate our churches and guess what? Our schools. Yep. Our public schools. They started with colleges. They've worked their way into public high schools. And now they're even into elementary schools. Yep. I mean, and they take these horrible ideas and they shove them down our kids' throat yep. with indoctrination. And over the years, here's where we are. Yep. And and you make a great point that it was never going to fly, right? It was never, never. going to fly with the people. But they knew they could get to the children. And they also knew that they had to repackage it. And how they repackaged it here of late that's had tremendous success is the BLM movement. Oh, yes. So Black Lives Matter, okay, the movement, I'm talking about the organization. I'm not talking about whether Black Lives Matter or not because they do. They do. Every they, life matters. Every, exactly, yes. right? And that's that, that. And as a Christian, um, we're not only called to say that their lives matter, but we're supposed to look at them more highly than ourselves. Exactly. And that don't matter what color of skin you have, because here's the deal. We're not, we're one race and we're all image bearers of God. Yes. And we're all the human race. Image. And, yes. and at the end of the day, we have God's image on us. All human beings. hundred percent. So therefore this isn't a, a um, discussion on do black lives matter, matter or not. That's not what we're saying. What we are saying is the BLM um, organization is a mark it was founded on Marxist principles, which they admit to. They admit to it, but they've taken it down now on their website that they they are a bunch of Marxists. And so that is how they repackage this for America's Americans to accept it because Americans is a loving group of people and we do love our neighbor. We do care for our our fellow human beings. So they knew that they could get to our hearts through emotional manipulation and repackaging what this uh, critical theory is. And they repackaged it in something called critical race theory. And critical race uh, theory is this. It recognizes that racism is ingrained in the fabric and the system of the American society. The individual racist need not exist to note that institutional racism is uh, pervasive in the dominant culture. This is the analytical lens that CRT uses in examining existing power structures. CRT identifies that these power structures are based on white privilege and white supremacy, which perpetuates the marginalization of people of color. And so they have reinvented 
this Marxist idea that is full of hate, and they repackaged it and presented it to us with the same, what's going to happen is, is it's going to bring us to the same conclusions that Marxism was trying to do. And it is a godless society full of hate, hate your neighbor. Division. It's division. division. It's And they're trying to divide us, aren't they? Everything they're doing is division. I am not divided amongst a black man, a brown man, a red man, a green man. I am one, one with them. And yep. all they want is a divisive measure to keep us from seeing their big picture. Yep. You know, and that is corruption. corruption that is power, tyranny. power, tyranny, you know, loss of all rights. Yep. You know, you know, they, you know. There, there is even talk that you won't own anything by 2030. Right. You know, I mean, yep. it's a scary proposition for Americans. So the, the, the government, the wicked government is purposely dividing us as Americans. So ultimately, it will be a big power grab and they'll control every single one of us. Yes. And it don't matter what the color of your skin is. They've been controlling... Um, races in this country for years they through have. manipulation through handouts through all kinds of things by voter suppression they have been doing this for years but they, they are so um successful and it's probably because of the media on rebranding and repackaging what they're doing to making it seem like it's the most loving thing that they can do but in reality it is completely wicked and hateful there's always a spin there's always they they in your right you're 100 percent right if you're watching mainstream media at this point please stop you know because all they do is use they own all the mainstream media you know they throw a little spin on it to tug at our heartstrings you know tug on that you know those christian values that we have to sit there and say well maybe this is true well it's not true just because i was a white man does not mean i was born racist Right. You know, that's that's ridiculous. I was born in the image of God and I was yeah. innocent when I was born. You know, that would be like saying God's a racist. So not only that, like I would uh, I would say that, again, like they're trying to divide and you're saying, well, how are they trying to divide us? Well, the Encyclopedia of Diversity and Social Justice, um, it, it offers us a helpful summary of what they're doing. Our experience of the social world are shaped by ethnicity, race, social class, gender, identity, sexual orientation, and numerous other facets of social stratification. So let's just think about this for a second. We're divided over race right now in this country, big time. Race. And and we're divided over social class, and we've been... Probably but they've that, been doing that for years. For years, right? Yeah. And, and, and now we got the race. They've been doing that for years. Yep. You know, if, if you think back far enough, feminism was a was a socialistic, you know, Marxist ideology. You know, divide man and woman. You know. Yep. Instead of being united with one and each other. Right. You know, and now you, I think you're leading into the next point. They're they're dividing us over our sexuality. Yep. You know. You know. So, you know, that's another thing that's. They're teaching in our schools that, you know, that I'm sorry, you know, me as a Christian, I send my kids there to school to learn. I want a subject learn. I want a biology class to teach biology, not anything else, yeah. you know. And so these are things that 
are in our schools that are causing division, is causing hate, is is causing our young people just to hate each other. Go talk to the high schoolers. I mean, you you got deep founded division in our high schools. I mean, these kids shouldn't be having these, these thoughts for problems at this age. Right. You know, they got other things to worry about. That's an adult thing to worry about. So, I mean, to, to narrow this down to what the problem is, is for a functional society or a group of people to function, there has to be objective truth. And we know, and we stand on the firm foundation that God's word and God's law is that objective truth. God is objective. It's not subjective. Can't change. It's just a fact. Okay. It is. Everything that we are fighting over today in this country is all subjective. And they have turned that to sayings like, well, it's your truth that matters. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. you do you. You be you. You what? be you. you, you know. And it all becomes subjective and it becomes this huge mess where it cannot sustain itself. And so then everybody just starts going at each other and division is had. So really, at the end of the day, we're just asking, and I believe, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but we're asking that we just live from objective truth and not subjective truth. Yes. Is that correct? Uh, objective truth is what should be taught in our schools. Right. Nothing else. Right. Two plus two is four. Exactly. Math is math. And math, you know, math is math. Yeah. English is English. Do not teach us other garbage. It has no place in our schools. Yeah. Our job as parents is to raise our kids. God gave that responsibility to the parents, not to the, the family, right? To the, fam- the family, yep. not the government. Right. When the government raises our kids, that's called communism. Yep. And you know, a very subtle phrase was said back, I believe, by um, um, Hillary Clinton, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And if she did not coin this, I apologize, but this is where I remember it from. And the statement is this it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. It's that that, subtle. It's that subtle. That's propaganda put in your head over the years. And you think about all this propaganda that's been put in our heads over the years. Simple, subtle sayings like that become something years from now. Yep. You're right. And you know, like that statement is a very subjective statement. It's not objective because if you're going to be objective in this, it is no, it's the mom and the dad. It's the mom and dad. It's the, the mom and the dad. The direct guardians. Yep. I mean, I guess you could say they raise the family. They raise the family. And the village stay out of it. The village stays out of it. Village helps out. I mean, you want to go back to, you know, when our constitution was happening, you know, the government doesn't come in to help out. Your village and your communities help each other out. But they still, they don't raise your family. Right. Yeah. That's that's the responsibility, that's the responsibility of the man. Responsibility of the man. Absolutely. You know, and and you know, and his wife by his side. Absolutely. That's biblical. It, it, mean, it's it, objective. It is. You know, it, and it's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. It's biblical. Yep. So these are what we got to get out of the schools. I mean, the schools are just they are every step of the way trying to raise our kids, and it. It even goes back this last two years with with uh, with uh, all this COVID nineteen stuff, you know, all the quarantines and, you know, you know, all the mask mandates, you know, you know, who am I to sit there and question, you know, Lord Fauci, right. on, you know, because I just read what did I just read? He said, and I think it was CNN. He said something like, you know, to not believe me is not to believe science, right? Um, 
hold on. I, I no, I, I did hear that and I listened to it. You yeah. can pull that out, but we are going to uh, we we're going to get into that as well. Yeah. Um. And but first, I want to I want to stay on, and this all has to do with school stuff. But I want to just go down the list here oh, so yeah. I don't get jumbled. All right. Yeah, I get I get so but, uh, critical. No, it's good. <laughs> it's all good. But you're right. You know what? Well, I'll say this. Um. <clears throat> A, a person's heart's an idol factory. We're going to worship something. Mm-hmm. And again, it comes down to subjectiveness or objectiveness. Are we going to are we gonna worship the objective God of the universe or are we going to make our own gods? Well, Fauci has made science God. Well, he didn't make science God. He believes science is God and he believes he is science. And people he worship him. He believes he's God. And he believes he's God. He believes he's God. And people worship him. Yes. And that is a great... That's uh, problem. Scary. That's scary. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll come to our senses and repent uh-huh. and turn to the one true God. But having said that, another thing that this legislation, that this bill that's going to be presented to the General Assembly when they reconvene, is there's going to be a ban on pornography in the schools. Now, are you telling me, Oak, that there's pornography in our schools? I am telling you that. And nobody's going to believe me, but you got you proof, know, though, don't you? I got proof. There's proof in my packet. There's, there's proof out there. You just got to look. For so, it. what's going I mean, on with this? I mean, when when you say banning pornography in the schools, what is happening in our schools I that mean, the parents might not know is happening? They have books in our libraries, our school libraries, books that are just very graphic that I don't even want to say on public radio yeah. or you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's about sexuality. It's about acts of sexuality. I mean, and these are available to our kids as early as 11, 10 years old. I mean, you know, they are in our, our libraries. You know, they're under names that you would never suspect, you know. So, it, trust me, they're out there. I mean, I th- we thought we found one in our local school system, and then all of a sudden, when we started asking about it, it vanished. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Isn't so, that amazing how that works? Yeah. So, so I mean, there is a, uh, I, and I read it, and now I can't find it, but there is a Facebook page that is monitoring all these books that are in these public schools in Indiana, correct? Yes. Um, do you remember, off the top of your head, do you remember where they can go to find that to, for, so they can see for themselves? Um, I was just trying Mary to... Mary in the Library is the Facebook page. Mary in the Library. Yes, and uh, it has information on all, the, all these pornographic books that are in our Indiana public school libraries. So, And I you mean, did uh, release some of it to me, and I read through it, and I'll tell you what. Um, it is absolutely sickening to see that that could be picked up by a middle schooler, a high schooler, and it's explaining how to do sex acts. But not only that, like a lot of that is geared. And we got to remember that like kids are impressionable. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of things that they're trying to figure out. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of temptations that's going on in a high school kid's mind trying to figure out what's right, what's wrong. Now, if the parents did a good job of raising them in the way of the Lord, I think that that is, shows that they, they know better and they, they have a firmer foundation on what is right and what is wrong. But a lot of these books that is found and that the information that you gave me isn't just heter- heterosexual stuff. Yeah, it's like it's, they're pushing them towards LGBTQ they, stuff. They, there's a major push towards that area. I yeah. Mean, I mean, and again, it all goes back to division, you know, because when they 
push kids to this area. You know, we, we can debate about this stuff all we want. I'm not here to judge. I am not the judger. You know, our creator is going to judge you at the end. And I'm not saying my sin's any better than anybody else's sin. But the problem I have is we don't need our schools and our government to push them, our kids, to think this way. Right. I mean. It's not their job. It is not their job. And not only it is it not their job, like, it, it's not even close to even being what a government should be acting like. or what, like the, It's not even in their authority to do anything in the sexual area of anybody's life, whether that's between a man and a woman who's in a marriage. The government doesn't go in the bedroom. No. But all of a sudden, now the government thinks they have authority over the bedroom. They think they have authority over the And it's another bedroom. example of tyranny. It's another example of government overreach. Yes, and it's another point of division like we keep and saying it's another point of division yeah you know and it divides us now you know we're divided between you know straight and lgbtq you know yep. i mean it, we need to understand as a society that we gotta let quit letting the government divide us yep. because divided we can't stand and there's a there's the there's the point exactly if we can't stand they have us Yep. So. And, and so let me read you a quote by Edmund Burke. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Let me read you a quote from Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. It is good. That's a good one. And it's true. It's very true. And it's 100% true. And if you can't see that, I'm sorry, you need to wake up. I mean, it's time to wake up. I mean, this woke generation needs to be the other way around, you know. This is, this is something that they are fighting, and this is why I'm passionate about this. I mean, if we don't get this out of our schools, we're, we're at a tipping point in this country. You know, and this quote sums it up perfect. If we don't stand up now, and it can't just be a couple of us, you and me standing up, Matt. It has to be community standing up. Oh. Every county yep. in their community standing up. Because if we don't, we're going to go past that tipping point of the point of no return. And, you know, Reagan summed it up perfect. He did. And you know what? Again, I'm going to come back to your meeting on December 6th at 7 p.m. at the Bub building at the Jay County Fairground. Like, this is the the time. This This is the event. This is the place where we stand up. Yes, it is. And we stop the hate. We stop the division. You know, we're the ones being accused of hate. Yeah. Yet we're the ones trying to unite. Right. How funny is that? Yep. And we're uniting off of objective principles, not off of subjective truth. Exactly. So. Yep. Yes. That's good. So, um, is there anything else on that that you would like to touch on? Well, I mean, there's also this uh, social emotional learning stuff that's being pushed in our schools. And for people that don't understand it, and I'll be honest, I don't 100% completely understand it. It's crazy stuff 
to think of, but they can actually bring outside sources in, you know, that's non-affiliated with the school. Some, it could be a government, you know, entity where, you know, business and come in and test your children and basically to sum it up in layman's terms, they will test your kids. And if your kids answers do not completely agree with the way the government wants your kids to think, they can label them at that point. Really? And that's yes. going on right now? or that, that is going on in schools. Really? Now, you know, I haven't found any evidence in the local school here, but I guarantee you, you go over to the bigger schools in the, you know, some of the, the, the more urban, you know, areas, yeah. and they are testing our kids for this. Wow. Interesting fact I found out was uh, um, our attorney general. Um, Rakita. No, not re- our, our federal. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank, Matt. Uh you know, um, uh, Garland, uh-huh. his, I believe it's his son or son-in-law is owner of one of these, the biggest company that does this. Oh, really? Yeah. It's funny, isn't huh, it? That is funny. How That's that how that all works hmm. out in, in, in the good old boy, you know, federal government, right. state government, you know, <laughs> That's <good>. local government, <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So there, there's, there's another thing that uh-huh. we want banned i mean our, our kids don't need tested by outside entities not you know? by the anything no no and, and i don't right. you know there's no reason for that yep. besides for indoctrination purposes right. yep. you know it's yep. it's a gathering source of information for the government you know um, just listen to this there might be some listeners out there that says there's no way this is where our country's at i just don't believe it there, we have not fallen this far that, that what you're saying is just not true because yeah. I don't believe that that the government is that wicked, that corrupt. What would you say to somebody like that? You know what, Matt? Huh. Eight years ago, I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I would have been like, you conspiracy theorists are just out there. <laughs> now I'm wondering if the UFO people are right. You know, I mean, I don't put anything aside now. Our government is evil and wicked. Yep. If nothing has been proven in the last couple of years. It is that. I yep. mean, and it's, it, it is a, I don't understand it. I mean, it's the people that have all the money, you know, and I'm not talking business owners like me. Yeah. I, I'm a, you know, I, I have nothing. It's these multi-billionaires yep. that have all these money that, that want to control everybody. Yep. Why is that? Because, you know, what? why is that? It's interesting because it has Indiana roots and I know people aren't going to like me saying this. But you know where the corporate um, America realized they had so much influence over politics was in 2009 when Mike Pence was our governor and they did the REFRA where the religious bill and they, they, they were trying to protect religious freedoms against the uh, gay, LGBTQ stuff. Mm-hmm. And they presented this bill and they passed it. And all of a sudden, all these big corporations, the NCAA... Angie's List, a bunch of, uh, and you can do your own research online on this. It's all available. Um, but tons of corporations says we're pulling out of Indiana. The next day they caved, and now Indiana is the most unprotected religious um, liberty state there is in the nation. We're less protected than California because they caved to all the corporations who threatened and pulling out money from the state. At that point, they did not turn back. The corporations now said, hey, we have the government by our fingers 
and we're going to control this stuff. And that is why you're seeing what you're seeing. Indiana is at fault for allowing this to happen. And that's a hard pill to swallow. It is a hard pill to swallow. And I remember that. I remember myself being so disappointed in Mike Pence. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. It, 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 all I can say is if you love power that much, you don't love God. Amen. You know, Amen. So you want to be God. You want to be God, you don't love God. And that goes back to your buddy Fauci. I mean, he wants to be God. I yeah, my mean, buddy. Yeah. We're good buddies. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and, and another thing, you know, given the circumstances of the recent events of the last couple of years with the with the COVID stuff, we, we want to make sure that, you know, parents have the right to raise their kids' health care. You know, you know, their health care choices for their kids, I should say. Um, you know, we, we, we want to stop future mask mandates. We're yeah. trying to get that involved in this law. Um, it's coming. I hate to tell people, but yeah. COVID-19 vaccine man- mandates, it's everywhere else. Yeah. Why aren't they going after our schools? They just approved it for five-year-olds. Right. I mean, you know, there, there again, I mean, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm telling you that you should have the choice what to do. Right. You know, yep. it is my it is my constitutional right yep. to choose what I put in my body. Yep. Or on your body. Or on my body, 100%. I mean, so, you know, that's what you gets know. me. Like, when we stood up against the mask mandate, um, we were on an island. You guys were, yeah. You know? I, I was mean, there. Yeah, you were there. You were there. But, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that, like... People just didn't think that was a big deal for some reason. And the reason we thought it was a big deal, if you look at it as hills, right? What hill are you going to die on? The reason why we thought it was a big deal is because we knew there was going to be another hill. And we wanted to fight against that, them coming up the first hill, Mm -hmm. rather than trying to take on the whole army on the last hill. Yeah. So we, that's why we decided what we wanted to do. But like, there is not any talk of like what they're doing this vaccine. I don't know. Have you been following that? That bill they're just getting ready to pass at the state house? Yes. Okay. Um, but I, I wonder why there wasn't any bills for the mask because not only can the government not tell you, they do not have the authority to tell you what to put in your body, they don't have the authority to tell you to or what you can put on your body. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I know it was new. I know we were front runners in it and, and I get all that, but I wish, and I hope that some of that mask stuff does get included in some of this legislation, I guess is my point because it is just as much of a government overreach as the vaccine is, you know, a hundred percent. There's a reason I, jumped on board with what you were doing. Yep. And you did. I saw it too. It was me and you on that Island. It always starts with something. It starts with something and everybody's like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Just put on the mask. You're protecting other people. Well, I think we all know that was a lie. Right. You know, going back to Lord Fauci, what is he said that hasn't flip flopped and changed a hundred times? Nothing. And what is he lied about? Is that science? I thought yep. science was absolute. Well, you yeah. Know, if science you know, is a god, it sounds like their yeah. god can't make up their mind. Exactly. Who I wants mean, to follow a god like that? I'm going to keep my god if that's the case. Uh, right. <laughs> you know. I mean, he he wrote, he got this nice book for me that I read, <laughs> and uh, he never you know, changes, and, and it's it truth hasn't is changed. Is the same know? as yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hundred percent. So, and the moment I mean, he does change. He He's not God. Just like when the moment science change, it's not God. It's not God. So what God are we going to worship? 
We that, got we got to start standing up and making yeah. the right choices, man. But yeah, so yeah, so we're gonna we're we're gonna try to get some mask mandate, COVID, you know, vaccine mandate, because you know I don't care what bill they're working on right now, I don't trust them. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to to see exactly. I mean, we have some good things going for us. One, we, we do. It's an election year. It's election year. I mean, it seems like they're trying to do some right things. Yep. But I mean, God forbid what happens after election. Right. I mean, so we got to take our window now. Yeah. And hopefully, there's a lot of uh, changes that comes. Yeah. Through I'm, the election, I'm you sure know, hoping so. And praying for that. Pray for that. So uh, that's good. We so protecting man. Uh, that really excites me as well that the mask mandate is included in that because I have not heard any talk at all about that. Now, um. That is, I think, the six points. Because uh, we brought in the children yeah. for being subjected to a mental health assessment. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I was talking yep. about there. Yep. The, the, you know, the, the last thing I, I, I really want, and I don't know how you ban this, but it's this anti-American instruction that we're, we're being taught to. I mean, our founding fathers weren't racist bigots. Nope. I mean, our founding fathers were some of the smartest people that walked this earth. They yep. predicted everything that's happening right now. That's going on today. Yep. How amazing is that? That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. And you know why they were able to predict Because they were God-fearing. They were God-fearing. They held this objective truth. They did. They prayed about it. They did, you know, they listened to the Holy Spirit back then, yep. you know, when they were forming these documents, yep. you know, something that we, we, we need to get back to in this country. Right. Not only that, they like, uh, so I've been reading a lot on some reformers like John Knox and, and, um, Oliver Cromwell and people like that. And it's fascinating. Like, but like John Knox and Oliver Cromwell had such a big influence on how our founding fathers constructed the constitution. Mm -hmm. And they were doing that over in Europe during the reformation. Yeah. They were you know, they were doing it over in England and the, our founding fathers were smart enough to say, Hey, I don't got all the answers, but here's what we do know. This is right. This is what, this is what, it's going on over here in this part of the world and it's working and it's, it's biblical and it's on biblical principles. That is objective truth. And they humbled themselves and they took a lot of from those guys and they made the constitution out of it. And yeah. we did have some great founding fathers. They were not perfect. No, no I man's mean, we, perfect. Right. You know, there is, there is, there is sin that grievous sin, especially slavery that has happened in our country that we do not condone. No. You know what I mean? Never would. So, we're, right. And, you know, just like abortion's happening now. I mean, you know, yes, everybody, I don't condone that. Right. But someday, 200 years from now, am I going to link to be linked to abortion? Because it's going on now? I didn't condone it. You know, no, that's what I'm saying. Not only that. Like, you, you see where I'm going yeah, right. with that. I, you you know? Know, I'm not going to be, not only am I not going to not be linked to it because I condoned it, but it, I'm not going to be linked to it because I'm publicly and physically fighting against it. Yes. You know? And, and my and children see that. I, I guess, hope that they pass that on to their children. Exactly. And I guess my point is you cannot devalue what a person was because they lived in a particular point of time. And that's, that's good. That, that, is, that is good. That is exactly what we are doing to these people. Yeah. I mean, these people lived in a particular point of time that, I mean, we can say that I can sit there and say that some things were probably better than they are now. Right. You know, sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe getting rid of this technology might not be a bad <laughs> idea anymore. 
But, you know, and then they had things that were going on that were in that particular point of time that were not good. And then, you know, we had heroes. And that, they, that that's rose the thing. Up they were out of the same cloth, it. though. And who yes. did that? The Christians. The Christians. The Christians ended slavery, not the government. Yes. Not the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party was the ones who were enslaving they, the black people. They were the ones that were wanting to force it. Right. Yeah. And the Republicans at the time wanted to end it. Having said that, this isn't necessarily about the two-party system. What it is about is you wonder how narratives start and how lies become truth. And one of the biggest slogans I have lived off of over the last two years in my family is, we refuse to live by lies. Oh, yes. We're not going to live by lies. Yes. But somehow, through years of indoctrination, it was the Republicans that were racist and the Democrats that were um, wanting to set the black people free. Well, in history, it was the exact opposite. That's the exact opposite of what happened. Yes. And that is crazy that everybody just thinks that now at face value, that the Republicans are racist and the Democrats are the ones who are not racist. But that's indoctrination. It is. That's, I'm just saying that's a perfect an, example of how more, they do it. That's it. You're, you're right. It's more examples of indoctrination yep. throughout the years. Yep. You know, you know, these, those good old boy Republicans are the ones that are at fault, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and they I mean, are at fault of a lot of things. Oh yeah. A lot of things. You know, <laughs> We're not saying that they're not, this uh, isn't again about a two party you know, system. This is yeah. about, but th- you know, I don't, indoctrination. I don't, I don't remember the last Republican that did a eulogy at a KKK members, uh, you know, funeral <laughs> like the sitting president we have, but I don't know, you know, so, <laughs> but I'm sure Donald Trump did something. Oh, I, I'm, I'm he, the man's not innocent. <laughs> no, I'm, that's but, good. uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I just, I hope your listeners can come out, yep. come, come to Jay County on December yep. 6th, seven o'clock, the Jay County Fairgrounds. Yep. It's in the Bub building. That's B-U-P-B building. Um, we want to pack that place. We, yep. we want to make change and we have to make change. And you know what? One of those founding fathers, you know, great, uh, you know, general George Washington, he did not want to be president. Everybody sitting out there that is too afraid to get out there and do something, please listen to me. Just like I said, George Washington did not want to be our president. He was asked to. He stepped up. He wanted to go back and farm. He stepped up. He became a man. Led our country at a time of need when we needed him the most. And there, and, and the rest is history. We're in that point again. We need people to step up. I mean, people need to quit sitting at home with their head in the sand and being afraid. Yep. Business leaders need to quit being afraid. Yep. You know, pastors, priests, oh, man. ministers. That's where it needs to start. Quit being afraid. Yep. Yep. Please. Yep. I mean, enough's enough. And you do have a group of people who are willing to stand at this point. Yes. And so... Let that encourage you of those who are out there who know what is right, who has been convicted by the Holy Spirit that they need to do something, but they're either afraid or they don't know what to do. You know what? There is a group of people. There is a, there is a, a meeting that's going to happen December 6th at 7 p.m., in Jay County at the fairgrounds in the pub building. And you're going to have like-minded men and women there. 
And there is a group that's willing to stand up and say, let's change things. So exactly. come, um, if they want to find out more information on any of this, is there anywhere they can go? Uh, yeah, we have a Facebook page for the Jay County Freedom Coalition. So, um, uh, that's where we have most of our information. I mean, I'm, we're still working on some yeah. organization, Matt. I'm sorry. No, you're so, good. It's, yeah. it, it's fine. Um, so, and having said that, before we end this podcast, um, just on a personal level, Dr. Garkey, I appreciate all the support you have given me over the last two months. There hasn't been one other person that has given me more than you and your family. And you are a man of conviction. You are a man of God. And you're willing to take the blows, just like I'm willing to take the blows. You are unashamed, and you're saying, hey, I'm going to stand for what's right. And you were pretty much the only business, the only um, family, and I'm outside of my church family. My church family has been very supportive. And, but I'm saying as just not knowing me before this happened and me not knowing you, you st- I've, you're, you're about the only person who really stepped up and, and put your money where your mouth was, so to speak. And I could not thank you and I cannot thank you enough for that. And we are going to continue to fight together. And we there will. are some big things coming. I want to thank you for being the first one to step up. Well, yeah, I mean, that takes courage. Yeah. So. Yeah, it does. But you know what? Most people don't understand what you took a chance on to do for their constitutional rights. They want to say, you know, I've heard, I've heard the people say it, saying, you know, ah, he should have just put the mask on, and you know, you know, you know, it, it wasn't that much to ask for. Well, someday maybe they will realize the sacrifices that were made by other people. So they could have their freedoms. I hope they do. Yep. And I hope they do too. And, and, um, praise God for that. So, all right. Thank you again, Dr. Garkey for sitting down chatting about this. Um, and you know what? It's exciting. I'm, I'm going to be at this meeting, um, on December 6th and, uh, I know we're, I'm going to be bringing a few people with me as well. And tell your friends about this, not, you know, first tell your friends about the podcast and then, Tell your friends about this meeting and get them to go. You know, if you're scared to go, if you're going to feel awkward walking in alone, grab 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 a, a friend, grab a mother, a father, a daughter, a son. Grab somebody and bring them with you. We do want to pack this thing out. This is going to have tremendous implications in the 2022 Indiana legislation process down at the state house. Yes. And Please come support this. And a special guest speaker that I'm not going to unveil his name. Oh yeah! By the way, yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I, so I'm trying to grow this podcast, right? And <laughs> I, I want, I want like a shock value here, mm-hmm. like uh, just like you know, like tell me and my listeners who this special guest. I speaker. can't tell you. Oh it's come top on, secret, man! But I can tell you, he knows his stuff a lot better than I do. Oh, all right, and he is definitely worth listening to. All right. Sounds good. Hey, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, man, for having me. Absolutely.